0: So what word comes to mind for you in this week of 2020?
1: Beep. <laughs> beep. And then the beep. <laughs> How
0: about you? Yeah, that's fair. I'll I'll go with that. Hi and welcome to The Improvement Project, a podcast about being a better human through good habits, challenging yourself, learning from a wide range of experts, and celebrating all of the little wins along the way. I'm Dr. Peggy Malone, a healthcare provider and human being, trying my best to be better and encouraging others to do the same. I'm in London, Ontario, Canada, and with me is my disciplined accountability partner, Jenny.
1: That's me, Jenny Kouse, a marketing professional from St. Thomas, Ontario. I'm a small town gal and a big believer in the power of habits. We know from research and from our year of monthly habit challenges, how our daily choices impact and ultimately create our lives. So we're getting intentional about our habits and we hope to inspire you to become more disciplined, more consistent, happier, healthier, more productive, and overall your own best self. Although lately, Peggy and I are giving ourselves some grace and we're just doing our best to get through each day. We hope that you're being gentle with yourselves too.
0: Jenny and I are recording this episode on Tuesday, April the 28th, 2020. We are now in our seventh week of social distancing as we continue to experience the effects of the global pandemic virus, COVID 19. On today's episode, which is number 97 of the Improvement Project, we are going to revisit the words that each of us chose as our guideposts for the year 2020. We obviously chose them in the before times and it might make sense that the words won't have the same meaning now as when we picked them. So we are going to go back and look at our choices and then see how they apply or don't apply to this new normal. So Jenny, remind us, what was the word you picked for 2020? Tell us the story of why you originally picked it and if perhaps it now holds any different meaning and also let us know if it's still relevant or maybe you just want to scrap it and pick an entirely new word altogether. (laughs)
1: so the word I picked was unplug and I chose it as a way to remind myself in a very literal sense to unplug from time on my phone Um, and I also meant it in terms of taking more kind of focused downtime I did a really bad job of taking time off last year and I realized as we got to the end of the year that I hadn't taken a week off I did a bunch of long weekends, but I didn't take like a solid week off, and I I just feel like there's something that happens that is good for you when you take a longer stretch of time off such as a full week um that you can properly decompress and recharge. Um Definitely. so yeah. yeah. So I I didn't do a great job at that, but uh now Now that we're here, as we find ourselves in the midst of a global pandemic, I do feel like my word still fits, but it's kind of got an interesting new twist because the boundaries between work and life are completely blurred now that I'm working part-time from home, um, whereas before I was working full-time from an office. And uh, so it's, it's different because, you know, when I'm home, my time isn't just, you know, Cut off from, okay, now I'm on home time. It's all kind of turned into a nebulous thing. Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then obviously, vacation plans are now canceled given the situation that we find ourselves in. I've been getting the notifications from Airbnb about my canceled reservations. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. So you said that you think the word still fits. So, how is it? How can you employ unplug when you're sort of in this? every day is the same, every environment's the same. So how do you unplug Mm -hmm. from one or create some boundaries between one thing and the other? Or have you thought about that? Or are you doing that?
1: Yeah, I've definitely had to. And I think at the beginning of this, um, I really went easy on myself, because in the midst of the isolation, you know, your device is your link to other people, and it becomes very important in terms of staying connected. Um, So for me, you know, that was my way to talk to my colleagues. That was my way to talk to my friends. And, you know, I really needed that support. So, you know, unplugging wasn't something I really wanted to do at that point. Um, But I do find now, um, you know, a lot of people are talking about how, you know, for the first part of this, for those of us who are working from home, um, you know, it was figuring out, okay, how do we make this work? But now the real issue seems to be how to home from work.
0: Right? Yeah. And
1: how to, you know, because we did both find ourselves working a lot more than usual because we were all set up and you'd kind of, you know, be walking by, see an email, you know, it was easy to just dip back in. So, um, you know, making sure that, you know, our time, like, you know, we still try to kind of observe office hours, right? Like we have those times that we worked. So I do find that we're really trying to, um, take that time off and I'm trying to do more chilling. Like, just straight up watching TV at night. I didn't ever really used to do that. You know, like, in the evenings, I'd be doing housework and getting things ready for the next day. Whereas now, in the evenings, we'll actually just sit down and maybe watch a show together, play a board game. So it's it's kind of nice because Jeff and I have a little bit more time to actually just, I don't know, veg out, I'll say. Huh. So, I don't know. And I'm I am finding... I need to keep like, I've been keeping my phone in the office so that I don't have it with me as much little things like that. Um, not sleeping with it beside my bed, all of those things that we've talked about a lot sure. of times.
0: Um, helpful. speaking of that, this is something I found as an interesting trend in the first week when I remember we made the joke cause I had seen it on Twitter about smoking the whole pack of internet. <laughs> <laughs> And, and, and basically I was glued to my phone nonstop in the scroll. And then, you know how <laughs> you love that joke. I love it too. I forgot about it. I <laughs> love it. Um, so then since then, you know how your phone sends you a message every week saying about your screen time? Yeah. Uh, every week it's been 10% less than the week before. Now 10% really? less. Cause I've just basically stopped watching the news unless there's a yeah. thing that seems like it's relevant that I need to know today. It's all yeah. sort of blending to be very similar. So I'm my mental health is much better when I don't look at it as much. And I have felt that as I start to feel better. And we talked last week about how we've adapted a little bit to the crisis. Both of us are feeling a little bit better. Um, And I think a a piece of that is I'm more unplugged. I'm not constantly scrolling like I was in the first few weeks.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree. And I it's interesting I find like I I have trouble even you know those concerts that were on like they there was like the worldwide concert and then there was the Canadian uh one as well yeah I I couldn't even watch them and they were lovely and beautiful but it the gravity of it really starts to weigh on you I find and I I Mm -hmm. really have to limit what I watch if I want to feel okay
0: yeah yeah well, and I guess it's just figuring out what that what those limits are for everybody, yeah. so yeah so that's that's part of the version of Unplug now, which is you know save your mental health and make sure that you're doing the stuff that you need to do to make sure that you're feeling okay through this process
1: yeah I had to laugh it's it's funny the little things that you start do doing that make you feel better. I was watching that the Canadian concert, and it was I was starting to feel the gravity of it, and i I knew I needed for my own sake to kind of take a breather. So I took a break and I cleaned my fridge. And <laughs> There are parts of my house that have never been this clean. Maybe even when the house was first built, it is getting such a scrub down. But we're also becoming aware of things more because we're home so much. And we're like, I think we need to burn this place.
0: <laughs> Cleaning the fridge is such a good feeling. That's great. Oh,
1: it feels so good. So good. But anyway, how about you?
0: All right. Well, my word uh, that I chose for 2020 is rebuild. Yes. So I didn't think that the universe was going to take it literally and uh, (laughs) make us rebuild everything. But um, the story for me and rebuild was this. Number one, we had big plans to actually do a huge renovation or remodel of our house. So actually rebuilding our physical environment. Number two, I was looking for a way to add different aspects to my work world. So change things up to offer more independence away from my chiropractic office. So kind of like just have eggs in more baskets. Um, and then uh, then the third thing, and yeah, I totally see how that's funny now. Um, the third thing was it, back in November of 2019, we lost my mother-in-law, John's mom, and her death gave us a pretty stark wake-up call that life is precious and we want to do something If we want to do something, we should just get after it. So that reflects on building some different career pieces for sure. But that also put us in a place as a family with John and I and John's brother and his family, where we're working on rebuilding family traditions and getting used to the new normal of our life without her. So that's why I picked rebuild. And um, as for how the global (laughs) pandemic has affected my word choice, number one, The renovation has been put on hold. So that piece of the rebuild is no longer an option for 2020. Mm -hmm. We're not going to do the renovation until at least 2021. We're going to see how it plays out. Um, Number two, I had asked for an opportunity to be more away from my chiropractic office. Well, and I got it. (laughs) So uh, my career changing. So there's that. There's that you know, like many people, I haven't been able to work. So rebuilding my career while using some creative new ventures is definitely on my mind right now. And I'm working toward it. So I've been working on my website, thinking about doing some online courses, trying to figure out a way that I can um, create another piece of a career. So that's actually kind of fun. And I'm working on rebuild there for sure. And then number three, definitely figuring out new family traditions without, without Linda, but also Now we're sort of figuring out new family traditions just based on how are we communicating with each other, just like we talked about a couple of episodes ago, when we're just all trying to connect when we can't Mm -hmm. see each other physically. So it's a strange time. And so overall, I would say that this word rebuild is still relevant for me for 2020. And I think it's become a word that's relevant for the whole world for the foreseeable future. So I'm feeling a little bit bad that maybe I put this in motion somehow. Like butterflies, wings, let's rebuild everything.
1: There's so much irony right now to both of our worlds, right? Like our words, because for me, it's like unplug. You know, it's like, oh, how can we make this more challenging?
0: Let's plug you in all the time. (laughs) And let's rebuild everything.
1: (laughs) Yes, but it's ironic too, right? Because now, you know, in a, in a different sense, we are unplugged from so much.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. From Our our regular kind of life. And yeah, I don't know. This is weird.
0: It is weird. At any rate, it's kind of cool how both of our words still, um, hold some meaning for us for 2020. So we're going to keep doing the best we can to unplug and rebuild. You got her. All right. Now it's time for a segment we call me likey.
1: Peggy and I like talking to each other about podcasts we've been listening to, books we've been reading, and sometimes it's just random internet hilarity that we've come across, and we feel like maybe you will enjoy it too.
0: So each week, each of us will share something fun that we are loving, that we find useful or practical, or just something that is frivolity that we think is hilarious. So this uh, definitely seems a bit more important right now. So Jenny, tell us, what are you liking this week?
1: I like a TV show. Because as I mentioned, I've been watching a little bit of TV because I felt like I never knew things that were going on. I didn't watch a lot, so uh, I have been watching a bit more TV. And have you seen Catastrophe?
0: No, I, okay, but now I'm intrigued.
1: Yeah, it's so it's something I was aware of because I always followed Rob Delaney on Twitter, and he is hilarious. Like I can't tell you how funny this guy is. Um so we got Amazon prime recently and I was super excited because I knew he had this show called catastrophe because as I had been following him on Twitter, he was talking about it, but I didn't have Amazon prime. So I could see it, but fast forward, got the Amazon prime and it is him and Sharon Horgan and she's from the UK and they play uh, single people who become a couple. So he's American, she's Irish and they're living in, I think it, I don't know if it's in London, England, but, um, so they've just portrayed these two single people who, um, meet up while he's there on business and she unexpectedly becomes pregnant following just like a fling.
0: Okay.
1: Um, so anyway, and then it's just everything that ensues after this. Okay. And we have started watching it and I can't believe how many times I like burst out laughing and have to stop. Like have to actually <laughs> push stop to finish laughing before I then can push play because then a second later it's something else hilarious and it's such subtle humor. It's a really good mix of American and British kind of sensibilities and they're both just so funny and yeah. I'm really, really enjoying okay, it. Okay, I like it's
0: that. A, that sounds good. That sounds like a good laugh right now.
1: It's a really, and it's not, like, there's parts of it that are kind of dark as well, like, and maybe fight, and but it's just, it is very, very funny. Awesome. Check it out.
0: Okay. I will. Um, you? for me, I'm liking the sunshine on my face. So we've ha- finally had a couple of days where it isn't snowing or raining sideways. And, um, I'm loving being outside in the yard, uh, to get a bit of a vitamin D. So even if it's just a quick flash in my brain, sometimes when I'm outside and it's sunny, it seems hard for me to believe that anything could be wrong in the world when the sun is shining. Yeah. So, um, true. I've been enjoying being out in the yard when the, the sun is shining. So that's, um, that's my likey for this week.
1: Uh, it's such a good one. And it's, isn't it so nice now that we have the sun and the weather's a little bit nicer. It, it helps it feel better, doesn't it? Yeah.
0: There's something about it for sure. All right. Now it's time for you win or you learn each week. Jenny and I will trade off during this segment to let you know where we did something right. And there cause to celebrate or where something perhaps went off the rails and allowed for a learning opportunity.
1: These can be related to our journey as we take on new habits, or they may just be celebrations and bumps in the road in our everyday lives.
0: Right now, as we've alluded to in this episode, the whole world is in a state of rebuilding and everything is different and we are getting used to a new normal. So I'd say every day and everything is a learn. So Mm -hmm. uh, Jenny and I, for the last couple of episodes, and I think we're going to continue that tradition today, have both been celebrating a win. Are you still Mm -hmm. up for this, Jenny?
1: I'm up for this for the foreseeable future.
0: Okay, like it. All right, so I'll go first. I mentioned last week that my reading habit was taking a hit because I had run out of books and the library is closed. So you let me look through your stack of books and I had read most of the ones that I that I thought might have been interesting for me. So but as often happens, um, I was talking about the podcast and I was mentioning to my sister that we had discussed this conundrum on the podcast. And then she dropped off five books at my door the other day. And so now I have five books to go through. One of them is un uneducated or educated by uh Tara Westover yes so I've heard this is amazing so I'm excited for that one and then there's some other good ones too so I've got some books so I'm excited
1: good oh I'll look forward to hearing about those I mean a a self-proclaimed kind of minimalist light I'll call it like not hardcore but is a tough person to ask for books like I'm like (laughs) here's what I've got but it's a weird combo eh of -hmm. what we do have yeah the Arnold Schwarzenegger Encyclopedia of Bodybuilding is a real high point in our library. Yeah, like it's not what.
0: really like a page turner before bed, That was it?
1: Not for me. <laughs> it's like the one thing that I know I can't ever get rid of because that's, yeah, I don't know, that thing's been moved a lot of times.
0: Well, that's all right. Yep. What's your win this week?
1: Okay, so my win is kind of weird this week. But I find that these days are so weird right now, So, and I find I've been having trouble kind of getting moving, so on Saturday, I used a tip that I saw on the YouTube channel I've talked about before. It's called The Minimal Mom, and it's a very basic trick, but it really helped me get going. So here's what it was. You take little sticky notes, like whatever kind of sticky, you could even just use regular paper and put tape on it, but you put them up like you write each thing that you want to get done on one and then you put them up say on your fridge or somewhere and then as you get them done you move them to like maybe the side of your fridge or something where you have it that you put all the ones that you got done and it is oddly satisfying. And it, you know what it made me think of was the to-do and to-da list that Gretchen Rubin talks about.
0: Oh, cool. I like it.
1: So I had, I don't know, maybe a dozen little stickies that I put up on the fridge of everything that I wanted to get done on the weekend. So it was like tons of different little things, but, you know, stretching, washing the bedding, calling my grandma like it wasn't huge things or like making a smoothie all these little things that I wanted to get done and they were kind of just in the back of my brain you know just like thinking oh I should do that I should do that but I put them each on a sticky put them up on the fridge and then as I kind of worked through and I, it was over the course of two days but over the course of two days as I kind of gradually moved the stickies from one side to the other it felt really satisfying and it helped me feel like I was really accomplishing things. And yeah, it just really worked having that visual. And I felt good, like I had done something, even though, you know, the the days can feel pretty nebulous and kind of loose right now. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's cool. And especially so when you're used to writing a list or using an app, it's a way you can unplug too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that was the nice thing is I, I mean, I had all of these things on my like Google tasks that I use. But this felt very satisfying, and it was nice to just have them up there. And it was nice, too, because Jeff could see the things that I was trying to get done. So even, like, I had cut grass on there, and he was like, well, I'll do this one. And he went. and. Oh,
0: that's great. So it was
1: kind of nice um, just to kind of get it out of your mind and uh, and get working on it. But, yeah, I don't know. I recommend it if you're having that where you kind of just feel like, You know, you have things in your mind like those shoulds, and time is a weird construct right now. It is actually very helpful. And this um, minimal mom, she usually talks about. You know, she has other ways of doing this with like journaling, and but she was saying that right now for her that this is effective because you know we might have great systems, but every once in a while when things are different, it it's good to change it up it up. Cool. Yeah. So anyway, I don't know. For what it's worth, I found it to be very effective but and we said it last week and of course we'll say it again we don't know how long this is going to last this uh, pandemic and uh, social distancing that we're in um, or what things will be like when we get to the other side of this but Peggy and I will be here each week sharing what we feel is helpful for us and hopefully you will find it helpful too. So please reach out to us and ask questions or share stories of how you're navigating this time.
0: And that's it for this episode of The Improvement Project. Let us know if you picked a word for 2020. Is it still relevant? Or considering the state of this global pandemic, have you changed it up? Let us know. For questions or comments, send us an email to The Improvement Project at drpeggymalone.com. You can come and say hi on the socials too. Jenny is on Twitter at Jake House and I'm on Instagram at drpeggymalone. You can always get our attention by using the hashtag The Improvement Project. You'll find all of the resources and the links that we mentioned during today's show in the show notes at drpeggymalone.com forward slash podcast.
1: If this episode was helpful at all for you, please be sure to tell a friend and share it with them. This is the way that we can be of service right now. And if you found it helpful, pass it on. We also have a Facebook group. So search for The Improvement Project on Facebook to join in on the conversation.
0: Thanks for listening. Until next time, stay calm, stay home, stay focused, and get after it. Sending you all big love. Can I, hey, tell, you, hey, can I tell you one region. more thing that was exciting that happened this week?
1: I love exciting things.
0: It was the NFL draft, and the New yes. York Jets drafted this man who is a gigantic human. He is six foot seven, That's seven. 300- high people can be. 367 pounds and he can run the 40 in 5.1 seconds he has athletic he's massive he's 21 years old it's amazing
1: who is this superhuman
0: his name is Makai Becton, and i'm very excited to watch him play i really hope the nfl happens in some description this year wow well that is exciting mm-hmm.
1: Well, well.
0: <laughs> I know you don't care about the NFL at all, but it's like when there's no sports, the draft got very exciting this week. I don't week.
1: <laughs> know, Peg. I think it could be less than not at all. <laughs>